All right, now I'm ready. Okay. All right. <laughs> nice. Five, four, three, two, one. Hello, Internet peeps. Welcome to another edition of Big Trouble in Little Podcast. This is episode seven. I am Joe Dubs. I'm Andy. And welcome to another crazy, crazy journey of this podcast where we talk everything nerdy and anything that comes to mind because we'll put it on the show because we fucking want to. So get strapped in and get ready for Big Trouble in Little Podcast where only dreams can kill a dream. Andy, what the hell have you been playing or watching or reading? Um, not much, not much, and not much. I'm still plinking away at Final Fantasy, but on Saturday I went to a local classic video game convention. I bought some games. I bought Wild Arms for PlayStation, Record of Lodos War for the Dreamcast, and I got Intelligent Cube for the PlayStation, which I've been eyeballing for years, but it's like kind of rare and kind of expensive. Kind mm-hmm. of. I got paid $32 for it. They, they had it marked at 40 That's kind of a lot for a puzzle game from the PlayStation era, but I love it. I played a demo of it when I was a kid. That was I had a launch demo. It was what? Wasn't that a launch uh, demo, pretty much, when the PlayStation came out for Underground? PlayStation Underground? Maybe. Did you have the same one? I think maybe it was. Yeah, it had it had Intelligent Cube. I remember, I think Oddworld was on there, maybe? Yeah, 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 that's absolutely right. Yeah. Oh, man, I miss PlayStation Underground. Back- yeah, I, uh, I picked that game up, and I played it a ton. I actually beat it last night, but I'm still playing it, because you got to unlock other guys but it's it's very I, I can't i can't name a single other game like it i like it a lot but i basically just played that in Final fantasy yeah that game was like really hard back then for me but yeah. uh it, it was really fun to play with but by god i remember that sony did try to bring back play playstation underground but i think it should be an app on playstation 4 It'd be like hey here's playstation underground where we do these like short shows and all that stuff and show you these uh trailers and here's some demos that you could play that are really cool i mean demos would have to be more prevalent for that we talked about this on a previous show but i think it's a mistake that all these companies aren't doing more demos demos have convinced me to buy a lot of games now no one seems to do it anymore of course i i say that i just there's all these timed betas now and like the splatoon one sold me on splatoon i just missed one for gundam which i'm upset about mm-hmm. and that's something but i mean just just a demo like square's got it right they keep doing those small demos that like aren't aren't even stuff that's in the game that's brilliant but square's the only one doing that well i think the new demos now these days are betas and it's really stupid yeah, and, and then people want to charge for it and we get early access but this is another rabbit hole that we've we've been down i think yeah what have, you, what have you been doing and playing and watching and and other verbs well last night I, because i've been working lately and uh, last night i had a day off finally and yeah. i played PUBG with adam in the afternoon right on we did really shitty uh, <laughs> because i'm more of a solo player not team based and because it's really different when you're on duos because when you kill somebody, you're giving attention to the other his other teammate, and yeah. it really fucking sucks. I like in solo when you kill somebody. Yeah, there might be somebody near him that might pick you off, but usually when you kill somebody in the house, 
that means, you know, I, I get their loot and everything. Hmm. And I see a Zork is in the chat. Is that Zach? No, oh, yeah, that is him. What's up, Zach? Yeah, but uh, then I played duos with my brother, and we did pretty good. I mean, we went top 10, I think, twice. And that's out of how many? 50? Uh, out of 20. Oh, never yeah. mind that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. I, oh, you're talking about players. Uh, yeah. yeah. Out of f- 60 teams, I think. I don't know. I just know that there is 100 people in every uh, lobby. Oh, okay. I don't know how to do math, so... Whoever's out there that's a math wizard, I'm I'm sorry I fucked it up. Um, I do have Uncharted The Lost Legacy that I need to play. That game looks good. I want to try it, but I have way too much shit to play. Yeah, and I still need to finish Sonic Mania. I have to finish oh. Wolfenstein before October. I have to finish Evil Within before October. I, I'm right there with you, buddy. I got, I got a ton of stuff I got to do. Yeah, and... Damn these backlogs and damn these games that I want to play that are quicker, like PUBG and like Call of Duty World War Two, because I could just jump into a match and play. Like, yeah. God damn it. <laughs> I want to play these single player. I I just have to go like this. I have to go. I'm going to sit down, act like I'm watching a movie, but playing a game. I got to get my mindset in that. Other than that, that's all I've been doing this week. Um, any movies did you see? You watch? Uh, not really. I watched Big Hero Six. I'd never seen that before, but that movie's like more than a year old. I don't know if it's worth talking about. Is there a really sad scene in that movie? Is it what? Is there a sad scene? Um, because I've I mean, heard, I've I, heard I people, cr- I, heard, I heard people cry in that movie. Oh, um, I don't know. I didn't cry or anything. I mean, someone dies and. There's some emotional nonsense, but, you know, I mean, that's it's part of a movie. There's got to be emotional stakes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because a lot of people that are like, oh, uh, make sure you have tissues when you watch that movie. I'm like, is it like Toy Story? Because Toy Story 2 is really fucking depressing. And 3. 3 is depressing. 2 is meh. The first 15 minutes of Up, though, still aren't, still hasn't been matched. <laughs> Goddamn Up. And then uh, Zach says, yeah, the main character, brother, dies. Cool. Yeah, yeah he's right. That, that, that movie's been out for a while, so fuck. Yeah. Spoiler alert and all that crap. Uh, I haven't been watching anything. I've been watching, like, YouTube videos of PUBG strategies. <laughs> yeah, I, I watched a lot more Red Letter Media stuff myself, but, eh, whatever. Let's move on to News. News. Let's get right into the news that matter to us. Let me move my screen over here. And let's get into the first news of the night. (laughs) Mario is officially no longer a plumber. I don't know why this is news. Like, when was the last time that Mario did anything resembling plumbing? Uh, The last time we had a TV show (laughs) about Mario. Yeah, pretty much. That would be like 92, 3, maybe? I don't know, uh, but but what 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 he's talking about is on the official Japanese Nintendo site. Um, Nintendo has listed Mario. Oh, he, he's he's very sporty. He likes to play baseball and and soccer, and he's a race car driver. And 
Uh, word on the street is he used to be a plumber a long time ago. I don't know. I, I got the phrasing wrong, but, yeah, but well, pe- people think, oh, he's not a plumber anymore. No, I mean that's whatever. He's he's done a hundred other things. He's literally worn many hats. Yeah, and I believe Miyamoto said in the original uh, arcade Donkey Kong, he was a carpenter. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and, and then more recently with like Mario Maker, they had him in like the construction kind of kind of garb so i mean you know this isn't a big deal and i like this uh article the writer brian the author said uh think mario was ever a real doctor no definitely not dr mario (laughs) i mean i've played dr mario and really he's more of a pharmacist than a doctor but whatever Mm -hmm. i mean pharmacists have a doctor doctorate whatever that's not important we need super smash brothers on the fucking switch so you could so you could throw pills at me, remember? Uh, I'm sure it's coming. I, I still suspect they're just gonna release Smash Brothers Four Switch, but maybe they'll add some stuff, some new characters. They'll stick. Uh, they'll probably put some arms fighters in there or something. <laughs> Zach says he may wear silver hats, but plumbers don't wear ties. <laughs> Referencing the, the one of the best 3DO games ever made. Yeah. Um. That was the only gaming news. I mean, if you care about Skyrim being on Switch, apparently it runs pretty good. We all know what Skyrim looks like, so... And the new uh, Metroid came out on the 3DS. I don't know any... I've heard it's great. God damn it. Now I gotta get a 3DS. I thought you have a 3DS. I had a 2DS and I lost it. (laughs) You know what I would do if I were you is I'd get one of those new 2DSs. The clamshell ones, they look nice. That's what I would buy if I was buying one for the first time. Yeah, because I really don't use the 3DS. I mean, the 3D yeah. feature. Yeah, totally. And I don't know when I'm going to get another Metroid Prime game. So that could be years into ve- development since they only put a title screen on E3. I think at the soonest, I'd say holiday next year. Yeah, because Ma- Nintendo's pretty quick on getting their games out. And they usually don't announce when they uh, know that it's going to be soonish. Yeah, I don't think it's so much that they're quick at getting games at out i think it's that they like to wait for announcing mm-hmm. i think they announce it the only reason they announce stuff early at all i think is to make shareholders happy and then you know usually the game rolls out pretty soon but yeah they're good about that yeah they finally listened to us on e3 <laughs> yeah. metroid and a pokemon console game anyway moving on to the news and some movie news uh shia labeouf is not going to be in indiana jones 5 and my opinion, I thought he was pretty good in Skull Island, but Crystal Skull. Crystal Skull, my bad. <laughs> what is Skull Island? What is that from? Uh, Kong. You're thinking about that new King Kong flick. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, Crystal Skull. But Mutt Williams apparently is not going to be in the sequel, according to uh, I don't know how to say his name. Coep. Cope. K O E P P. I'm glad you're saying it because I don't know how to say it either. Yeah, and uh, Steven Spielberg is going to be directing this movie. He directed all the movies. Just said George he Lucas. might be directing it. He might be. He's not officially confirmed, but they're waiting for him to finish what he's working on, and then he's supposed to say whether or not he's 100% in on this. Everyone suspects him to be. He wants to do it. There's no reason he wouldn't, but it's it's not it's not 100% official yet. Mm-hmm. And it talks about how Crystal Skull was largely largely seen as a disappointment, which I t- agree. 
and uh, there was a lot of criticism of Shia LaBeouf in the movie. Yeah, it was okay. He wasn't bad. He wasn't a bad character. He wasn't the reason that movie was bad. I can say that with with certainty. Mm, I think a lot of writing and George Lucas stuff, because George Lucas is not going to be doing any of the story in, in the next Indiana Jones movie. Which is interesting. Like, it seems like everyone, including all these these industry people, are, I don't know, this is something I could talk about for a really long time, and I'm going to try to keep it brief. But they, uh, the, the, the screenwriter for Five was talking about how he has he has had no input from Lucas, no no contact with him. And the way he said it was in a way that like he was open to it, but they said, no, Lucas isn't involved with this. And I almost feel like the industry is 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 pushing Lucas out. You're not involved with anything, old man. Get the fuck out of here. Go make your your weirdo movies on on Skywalker Ranch, you weirdo. Get out of here. And uh, like I kind of understand it because you know, the public as a whole has kind of started rebuking Lucas because he made a bunch of garbage. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if it's fair. Like, he has had good ideas, and, you know, you could you could sit down with a guy and talk to him, and then he could tell you your ideas, and you could be like, eh, no, that's stupid. I'm not going to do that. But it's interesting to me that they just, they, they, they don't even talk to him. They say, you're not involved. Get out of here. You're, you're not going to do anything to do with this Indiana Jones movie. And I think a big part of that is... Well, this is this is really really broad speculation, and it's almost definitely wrong. But like in the seventies, after Lucas made, uh, what did he make second? I think it was American Graffiti. Like he was sick of the studio system because they like changed a bunch of his stuff, and they like all you know producers got their fingers in there. So well, this is my money, so you have to do this. And he hated that, so he went and like made Star Wars, and everyone's like, "Oh, the movie's gonna be a piece of garbage." And then he like changed movies forever, so I, I think I think this is kind of them getting back at him for being right or something. Yeah, and I think they're going along with the the, the success of the Star Wars movies without George Lucas. Um, yeah, George Lucas is there to give like a consultant and all that stuff, but he's not. He doesn't have his hands in the story or the production of it. I I believe only George Lucas does a lot of the animated stuff with the the rebel cartoon that's out there. Mm. From what I understand, he sat down with Disney when they started to to map out um, Last Jedi, Force Awakens, and all the the middle movies. And he said, well, this is my idea. And they're like, well, thanks, but we're not going to do any of that. Mm Mm-hmm. And so I, that's that's interesting. Like, I mean, it kind of makes sense. They probably had their own plan, and it didn't it didn't gel with George wanted to do. But it's interesting to me. I kind of lost my train of thought there a little bit. But it's it's interesting to me that apparently suddenly he he means nothing. We we know who he is, but he's not making anything. He's supposedly making movies just for himself. He says small movies, short movies, experimental movies. And I would give an arm and a leg to, to see what the heck that looks like. It might be a mess, and it might be really cool. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I mean, in the prequels, and I know this has gone off a little off topic of Indiana Jones, but, like, the prequels were okay. I wouldn't say they were complete shit movies. Like, a lot of people over-exaggerate a lot. Uh, um, a lot of politics in the prequels, and I think people didn't like the politics between the Senate and all that stuff. 
They didn't like it because it was boring. That too. I mean, people come to see Star Wars movies because they want to see uh, lightsaber battles. They want to see fucking... People come to movies to be entertained. Period. Mm-hmm. Like, it wasn't entertaining. It sucks. Zach says prequels sucked up. Sorry. <laughs> I mean, they're okay. They're watchable. I mean, the Clone Wars were cool and the... Uh... They're watchable once I get some whiskey in me. <laughs> I mean, the, the the Phantom Menace is, the I think, the, one of the worst out of the three, because... Phantom Menace is actually my favorite of the prequels, so that, that's still yet another divide between us. I just didn't like the fucking pod raising. I thought that was stupid. Oh, I like that part. It's exciting. There, there are stakes in that scene. Oh, he has to win, or else they're fucked. Like, there's there's actual, oh, I'm, I'm ex- you know, mm-hmm. this can go either way. And have I'm like all the fights with droids, which are just all oh, the Jedi are gonna win. These droids are nothing. Yeah, like Watto is like any. <laughs> oh god, man. But anyway, I. It happens, you know. People create these masterpieces, and then they sell the the property to someone like Disney, and Disney's like, "Fuck off! You sold the rights to us. We're gonna do it our way." Yeah, I mean that's they own it. They can do what they want. Yep. It's it's interesting what's happened so far, but I'm still very excited to see what happens going forward. I I have a lot of faith in Last Jedi. I do not have a lot of faith in that Han Solo. Mm-hmm. And just like um, Harrison Ford wanted to kill off all his nerd uh, roles that he's done before, uh, I believe Indiana Jones is probably going to die in, in D5, in my opinion. Steven Spielberg said in an interview, I think it was last year, that he swore that he would not let uh, the character of Indiana Jones get killed off. But that's just Spielberg's word versus whoever. But mm-hmm. I don't know, he's, he's a pretty big deal. He kind of directed them all. Yep, yep. Now, moving on to another studio. Um, I DC likes to fucking bounce around on their ideas and tell... DC is becoming one of our, like... Most wanted, our, our our punching bag on this show. Because I swear, I don't know if a show has gone by that we haven't talked about. Yeah, we talk about DC all the time. So the the, yeah. the new Joker Origins movie. Uh, this is so. Key- so just, but sorry to keep interrupting, but does does this movie exist officially, or is this all just scuttlebutt? Uh, it's a it's officially going to happen. Um, okay. The only problem is Jared Leto reportedly didn't know about the project. So a lot That's of people, good. a lot of people were like, "Oh, Jared Leto and the person that played Harley Quinn in Suicide Squad are going to be in this film." And Jared Leto is like, "What? <laughs> I didn't know about <laughs> this." And uh, now apparently, they're focusing more on Leonardo DiCaprio to be the Joker. In hindsight, I could see by looking at the picture on our, uh, what do you call it? on our screen right here on the podcast. If I could put it up here. I could definitely see because he does have cra- crazy moments in some of his movies where he yeah. he can get to that crazy. But I never heard him laugh like the Joker. That's that's where I think the iconic of the Joker needs to be. Yeah, he could be huh. crazy, he could do chaos and everything, but I think the the laughing is what seals the deal. Maybe he could do it, maybe not. Maybe he could do his own spinoff on it. But right now, I think it's good because Leo is a good actor. He could do anything. Oh, yeah, 
but I, I, I just don't know about the Joker. What's your thoughts? Uh, I'm kind of mixed on this. Like someone says something like, oh, they want Leonardo DiCaprio in their movie. And my reaction is, well, yeah, of course they do. He's, he's like one of the most famous actors on the planet that would get them a lot of money. Just, just him being in the movie at all immediately, probably a financial success, at least in part. Mm -hmm. Then I start thinking about, okay, but is DiCaprio in fact a good match for Jack Napier, the Joker, whatever. Um, I don't know. Maybe I've seen him. He's he's acted in, in kind of a wide range of stuff. And back in the '90s, he was in some stuff that he wasn't great in. But I don't. Know, he's a good shouter. But I don't know if he could get like some of the sadistic kind of. Not not even just that. Just some of the the nuances. Like everyone who's been the Joker, whether it's it's Nicholson or or Leto or or. Caesar or whatever, whoever's been it, they, they've all kind of added little eccentricities. I said that word wrong, but you know what I meant mm-hmm. to it. And I don't know what Leo would do. And without knowing that I, it's hard to pass judgment. And I don't know if he would, if he's subtle enough to get something like that across, but then maybe I'm just being overly critical. Maybe you asked me a question. I didn't just want to say, Oh yeah, yeah, I think he'd be good. And then just call it, call it good. I, I wanted to think about it, so I don't know. Honestly, though, if if uh, if someone asked me to put money on it, I'd say he won't do it. That won't happen. Yeah, I, I can never see him in a comic book movie. But then again, I never saw. Well, actually, never mind. Scratch that. I was like Ben Affleck. I saw him in Daredevil. I just didn't I, think. I just didn't think that he would do another comic book movie after Daredevil. And a lot of people have been turning up in comic book movies that I'm always like surprised. Oh wow, he's going to be in a Marvel movie. It's fucking crazy. Yeah, like Michael Keaton. Actually, no, because he was Batman. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> You're bad at this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it, he was Birdman. Yeah, it, it was just so different back then, like, with comic book movies, because they weren't quote-unquote cool, in a sense. Yeah. I mean, Batman was cool because everybody knew Batman. But, like, sure. if they came out with an Ant-Man in the 90s, people would be like, what the fuck is Ant-Man? Besides yeah. the obvious fact that he's an ant, that he can get small. It's just a, di- a different time, <laughs> and it's. It, I guess it's great that we have all these movies and stuff. I uh, suppose. No, I mean, we did talk about comic book movies getting out of control, too, but I don't know. It's like a double-edged sword. I'm pretty sick of them. Like, even the ones that are coming out that are supposed to be really good, like Spider-Man Homecoming was supposed to be great, and I kept saying, oh, I'll go see it, but I couldn't even get motivated. I, just, I still haven't seen it. I think Guardians of the Galaxy should have one more movie, and that's it. I don't think they should expand it in any way. If they well, a lot of them are going to be in uh, Infinity War, so I don't know if that counts or not. No, no, like the way I see that is like a bunch of crossover shows, <laughs> in my opinion. Right. Well, it, it is a crossover because of the Avengers. Yeah, but uh, what I really want to see in this Joker origin movie is kind of like Joker in jail or like he's not the joker anymore like they took the makeup off of him and everything and he's just in like an asylum arkham asylum to be exact and i would have jack nicholson be like narrating his story to like a doctor or something and that's how you get the origin story and i i wouldn't put leo as the young joker i would have a no name where he speaks 
very little but like key lines that happen but jack nicholson talks like throughout the whole movie sounds like bronson yeah something like that i think it would be pretty cool pretty unique for a dc film but knowing dc they'll do the exact opposite they want to have explosions they want to have all these uh ad placements and stuff of like hey it's gonna be super dark in tone and all the fight scenes are gonna be crazy and hard to follow and yeah you're gonna have probably fucking nightwing you're gonna have batman you're gonna have like five different characters against the joker but i don't know i guess we have to see to believe because we said the same thing about heath ledger and he turned out pretty fine yep all right, moving on to Star Wars. Andy, what is this? Yeah, we're, we're, we're jumping back. Um, I, I was just desperate to find news, and this is something that I was researching last night because I, I want this, but uh, Lego has announced the largest Lego set ever made, or at least thus far, and it's a new version of the Millennium Falcon. They've made three versions of the Falcon, and each version has been progressively larger. This new version is going to cost eight hundred dollars. It is going to be comprised of seven thousand five hundred. Five hundred, yeah, seven thousand five hundred pieces. Um, it opens up to reveal like the, the area where they play the alien chess. Uh, you can put four minifigures in the cockpit. It has the two different radar dishes: the one both from the original trilogy and also the one from uh, the, the new ones because now it looks different it's not circular because Lando knocked it off during the second Death Star <laughs> it comes with many figs of like Han and Leia from Empire and C-3PO but then also it comes with Rey and, uh, and, and Chewbacca and old Han and I think Finn I don't know and uh, a Minoc and it, it comes with a crudload of stuff and it's huge, and I, I would have nowhere to put it, but god damn, I want one so fucking bad. It's so cool. $800. Damn. $800. That's like two PlayStation 4s. <laughs> it's like, yeah, do I want to make two or three car payments, or do I want a Lego set? <laughs> god damn. I don't even know where I would put it in my room, actually. Yeah. I always thought it would be cool to get something like that and suspend it from your ceiling. But then it wouldn't be you wouldn't be able to open it up and look at you know all the little stuff inside. Is there any sound effects that you could do in this thing? Uh, not to my knowledge. That'd be pretty cool to have like the sounds of the Millennium Falcon. I don't know, and then maybe I don't. And you could open it up and you could see the interior of it too. Yeah, yeah, it's got like um, it's got both of the 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 quad cannons and you can set a minifig in it. Like, you know, they're defending off tie fighters and new hope mm-hmm. and it's got the hallway. Like there's a funny shot on their website of the Han and the Leia in that hallway where they, they almost kiss. And then three PO is standing there. I thought that was <laughs> funny. And then I can see the cockpit and everything where uh, Han's like, you're doing good kid. <laughs> don't get cocky. Yeah. Don't get cocky kid. And all that stuff. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Eight hundred. Yeah, I just just something worth worth talking about is I I love Lego and I love Star Wars and I have a lot of Star Wars Legos. On top of my PS4 here in my room is Poe Dameron's X-wing. My grandmother got it for me for Christmas last Christmas. I'm thirty years old and I still get Legos for Christmas and I'm very happy. Yeah, Legos is uh, especially when you're building them, especially like Millennium Falcon or even the Death Star. Yeah, like. 
that takes time and concentration too. Yeah, it, t- it takes a lot of time. Yeah. So, Andy, we have a new segment that I'm kind of implementing into this podcast. Uh, it's called "You Know What Would Be Cool," and uh, been watching a lot of Twilight Zone lately. I should have said yeah. that in the beginning, actually. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so I'm. I would like to have a Twilight Zone game. I mean, you have all these Telltale uh, games coming out, like Game of Thrones and Walking Dead. I could totally see like a Twilight Zone, like Telltale game. I couldn't fit into any other like genre because obviously it can't be first person shooter. There uh, was a Twilight Zone DOS game in 1988. Really? <laughs> I was like, I feel like there is one. I feel like I've seen it before. Yeah, it exists. Ooh, um, it is it is poorly rated. What it was like text based or something? No, it's it's got it's got a heads up display. Maybe it's on good old games or something. Find out. Hmm. But Oops. like, what other like? Cause I couldn't see it as an RTS in any shape. No, it would have to be a point and click, right? Yeah, like an adventure in a, in a way, like kind of like Wasteland or, or Mist. Yeah, where you just like point like those old FMV games, pretty much. I think that would be pretty cool. Um. You know, just some stuff that Rod Sterling probably wrote and never put on his show. He wrote a lot. And it wasn't all written by him. Mm-hmm. But I think it would be cool to have, like, a story that would be, like, on Telltale where you're, you're playing this story and you're choosing whatever path you want to go to. be pretty interesting. MMO, I can't see this happening in any way. No, no, nothing like that. Honestly, if they announced something like that, I'd be pissed off. That'd be stupid. <laughs> Twilight Zone uh, MMO, yeah, or like a beat 'em up. <laughs> Here's a hack and slash for Twilight Zone. It's not on good old games. Um, apparently it's abandonware, so you can just kind of like download it from some of the the you know gray areas of the uh, internet. It's completely legit. The description of the game is narrowly escaping a deadly fire in your bedroom. You stumble through a strange floating door and arrive in a dimension of the mind. Your only chance at returning home is to solve mysteries that push the boundaries of your imagination. Help famous Twilight Zone characters visit iconic locations from the TV show and search through thousands of hidden objects to find the key to your home dimension. So I guess it's like you visit a bunch of episodes of the show. Like you're you're there with Shatner when there's something on the wing or whatever. My favorite episode when his car breaks down and he's in the diner talking to that uh fortune teller thing yeah i i was i was having this conversation at work like less than a week ago everyone always talks about there's something on the wing that's the one i like with shatner in it is when they have the little the little thing that reads the future and he and his girlfriend or wife or whatever are there yeah i agree yeah because it, it messes your mind up a little because if he wasn't so obsessed with that thing they would have got hit by that car at the end yeah. Yeah. and it's like was that thing magical or was it just in his head that it was just saying the right things at the right time and just faith happened and that's where rod sterling actually does it pretty good with his writing because it's like is that thing supernatural in any form or matter and then it's like yeah i'm like ah oh, so good so good and the only thing i hated about that episode is that his wife was like so annoying in a diner because <laughs> 
I would be the same way where I like I found out I got a promotion and this thing told me I was I was gonna get a promotion. I'm like, something's up with that thing. Yeah. What what, what other uh, Twilight Zone episodes were your favorite? Um, I like the one where the three astronauts crash land on what they think is a foreign planet or an asteroid or something, and it turns out to be Earth at the end because they see power lines. Mm-hmm. That's, um, I that's... like I like Night of the Meek, the Christmas episode about the drunk who becomes Santa Claus. That one's one of my favorites. <laughs> um, Jesus, there's there's I, I I like so many of them. Like there would be a shorter list if you would ask me which ones I hate, and then I'd be like, oh, I can't think of them. Because uh, it's my it's my favorite. It, that is my favorite television show ever made. It's the original. Yeah, Zach has one of my other favorite, Obsolete Man. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. You are obsolete. And then yeah. uh, the guy who plays uh, Penguin and Rocky. Uh, not Rocky. He was the trainer for Rocky. And he was. Peng- oh, uh, Burgess Meredith. Yeah, there you go. He was the obsolete guy because he read the Bible and yeah. uh, read books. And all that stuff. Right. That, that, that one is extremely good, too. Then you have Anthony Hopkins, who was like this white supremacist Nazi guy <laughs> that was getting uh, Hitler as a subconscious inside of him or something like that. And, oh, yeah. I kind of forgot about that one. And he was telling people, telling him to do like all this Nazi stuff and organize this group and everything. That was. I also like, I also like the one where there's a. It's like after a world war, and there's a soldier in a destroyed town by himself, and then he sees a, a female soldier from the other side, and they they can't speak to each other, and he's just trying to be like, no, the war's over, like that. And mm-hmm. Not that the war's over, but you know we should get along. And it just it's not it's not in their nature, or is it? And one one more episode that was pretty cool is uh, when the aliens came to Earth, and they're like, oh. Uh... We have this language and stuff, and then they find out it's a menu for eating humans, or for eating. Oh yeah, yeah. How to serve man? Yeah, that was that was awesome. Yeah. God, like stuff like that. Like, get away from these franchises, like Call of Duty, (laughs) these Witchers and shit. There's so much other franchises that you could use, and I guarantee you, make the game twenty dollars, thirty dollars. Doesn't need to be a triple A title. Just make it an indie game. I would love to play a Twilight Zone game. They'd have to get the rights for it. Who owns it? CBS? Yeah, I don't think they'll... It's probably like a shitload of money. I get, I need to get rich and buy the franchise. I think Sterling's daughter owns like intellectual property. And then I'll make it into a game. It could be an F- FMV game. I'll just have Christopher Walken do all the... <laughs> all the uh, the roles. That'd be awesome. Yeah, I'm sure, he, I'm sure he'd work for cheap. <laughs> And that that is the segment called you know it would be cool. And uh-huh. Andy, maybe next week if you want to pick out something that would be cool. It does it, it could be a book, it could be anything that comes to mind. Just anything that would be cool. Um okay. That's next week. It doesn't mean to be now. I was trying to think of something to sarcastically say now. <laughs> but next Coming attractions. This is games, movies, and TV shows that are coming. Uh, We're starting to ramp up for Christmas now. Like September is like the the warm up. You gotta start doing stretches. Coming. Yeah. So this time we're gonna be announcing games in the chunks because save up your money, man. Because September, October, and November are fucking packed with games. Yeah. So starting at 
number one. We have Destiny 2 coming out this Wednesday. Is it Wednesday? That's an odd day. It's been like two days. Yeah, yeah, it'd be Wednesday. Yeah. That's weird. Don't games come out on Thursday? Tuesday. Yeah, whatever. Tuesday. Whatever. Destiny 2. It's coming out. <laughs> yeah, I'm definitely getting that game. Are you getting that game? Negative. Okay. Um, NHL 18 coming up September 15th. No, you'll get that. Yep. So if you're into the same sports game that comes out every year and it's like a little bit changes, NHL 18 is coming out s- September 15th. Madden just came out. We didn't even we didn't even mention it. Yeah, it's, yeah. I think we skipped over it actually. Mm. Weird. Sorry, football. <laughs> football. But it, yeah, if, if anybody's into football, Madden's out. I'm I'm hearing good things about it. I might get it. it yeah, could. apparently it's got like a neat story kind of thing kind of like um uh, the last the show did yeah I, I dig on that that's pretty cool i'm not gonna pay 60 dollars for it but if someone was like hey you want to borrow man like, yeah maybe yeah the problem with those games is that they never go on sale and it sucks <laughs> they only go on sale when the, the new one comes After out there's a new one yep you're yeah. right um if you're into fighting games like me and, and i me. and andy and zach uh, we have Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite coming out September 19th. I still don't know. I was excited about that game, but every time they showed something about it and when that demo came out, which, you know, this goes against what I was saying at the beginning of the show, they actually released a demo and it unsold me on the game. I was like, oh, this is fun at all. I hate this. Yeah, I thought the single player demo was okay. Um, yeah. Usually I play it for online purposes. Um. I don't know because I'm starting to hate this like again be broken record time they always bring out these games when they're not finished and I feel like Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite is not finished. I bet you're right. And they're going to be like oh here's half the game and then season 2 is going to be the other half of the game and I'm like no. This pre-Christmas there's going to be a lot of games that come out this month and next month, and maybe even the month after that, where they're like, oh, we got to get it out before Christmas. Go and go, 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 go. Mm-hmm. We'll patch it later. We'll patch it later. And it's really... I, this was kind of a sleeper to me, because I knew it was coming out in September, but they didn't advertise it a lot. They only advertise it during E3. Usually when there's a lot of advertising, you see like commercials and shit. You see billboards. Hmm. Not seeing a, a lot of like hype for this game at all. Yeah. And... You, I, I, I think I think we'll probably be the same. I'm gonna wait and see. I'm gonna let it come out. I'm gonna hear what people think. Maybe someone I know will buy it, but I doubt it. Yeah, and, and maybe I'll pick it up on the cheap down the road. I usually watch all my competitive uh, fight fighting games players. If they like it, I'll get it. That's the only. Yeah. That's the only there time I'll get it. And then, last but not least, you put this up: Gundam versus what is that? Um, it's a new Gundam game. It's a big deal because uh, Bandai or whoever, whoever indeed, maybe Zach knows in the chat, but uh, whoever's putting out the Gundam games or whoever is supposed to be putting out the Gundam games hasn't been doing it for years. Years! Like, I think there was an almost launch title on the PS3 called Gundam Crossfire, which was, eh, not great. And that was like the last Gundam game that the West got. Gundam, the West, as far as anime fans and just fans of television and fiction and mecha in general, it's been like a real love-hate thing because for some reason Gundam like ebbs and flows in popularity. But right now it's up, man. They're re-releasing them all on Blu-ray 
and um, the Iron-Blooded Orphans is on Toonami, and Gundam is up. So they're finally, they're going to release another Gundam game for the first time in forever. And in Japan, there's been like 10 that we've missed. And that's not even an exaggeration. They yeah. release a new Gundam game like every goddamn year in Japan, but we don't get any of that shit. Yeah. And Gundam Versus is, it's just a hodgepodge. It's got it's got the, the titular Gundams from just about every series in it. And it's just like a big old Versus. There's some cooperative uh, there's online, and apparently it's pretty cool. Uh, I missed out on the beta, which kind of pissed me off, because I was looking forward to it, and it was only two days long, and I just forgot, because, you know, it's the weekend. I got stuff to do, man. Mm-hmm. Stuff like that. But I, th- I think I'm going to buy this game, because I want to send that message, yes, Gundam, more, good. I gotta watch Gundam. I've heard good things about Gundam anime and everything, and I'm, and I'm big into, like, mechs and shit and all that stuff. You should watch, um, uh, most of the series are like 25 or 50 episodes or something. Watch 8th MS Team. It's 12 episodes long, and it's one of the best. And that's the best way to figure out, oh, I do like this, or eh, I don't like this. I'll check that out. I'm actually going to get Crunchyroll again. Six bucks for a month. That's not bad for anime. Yeah, I still have it. Iron-Blooded Orphans is on there, and I think Seed. Seed isn't one of the good ones, in my opinion. Some people really like Seed. I'm not one. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and that game actually, because I didn't say the oh, date, <laughs> and it comes out September 29th, Gundam Versus. Yes. I'll take and a look are. at it. Is it a $60 game? Yeah, unfortunately. But again, get it on Amazon Prime. You get that sweet print 20% off. You got a pre-order member. They changed your policy. It's not that you get it in the first two weeks. It's 20% I know, I hate off. that. Yeah. yeah, that's a bummer. All right. Speaking of deals, um, we have a deal of the week. And I believe this is a four-day sale from Best Buy. Uh, usually during Labor Day, they have these four-day sales. Any any type of national holiday, they usually do this. But I'm, I'm just going to name a few. But a lot of good games and hardware is on sale. We have the Sony PlayStation VR, which is normally 400 is down 50 bucks, so it's about $350. Uh, the, nice. micro, the Microsoft Xbox One S console, 500 gigabyte with Battlefield 1, is two hundred and fifty dollars. Um, Grand Theft Auto Five for pretty much Xbox and PlayStation Four is thirty bucks. Great price. Two K seventeen is twenty dollars because Two K eighteen is coming out next month, I believe. WWE Two K seventeen. He means. Yep. Yep. Sorry about that. <laughs> yeah, there's a bunch of games with Two K blah 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 in the title. And if you never played Prey yet, Prey is on sale for PC, PlayStation 4, and Xbox for 30 bucks. I think that's a reasonable price for that game. And they got five pages of deals. Mm-hmm. Yep, so that, I'll mention just those. You just go on oh, best... A lot of it is LEGO Dimensions. Yeah, that's, that's another good game. Just I don't have any room for all these LEGO stuff. Yeah, I mean, I love LEGOs, and I love video games, so I'm like target audience. Well, except for the, the age thing. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. Oh, well, never mind. What? Horizon Zero Dawn and Yo are both on sale, but neither of them are the price I want to pay yet, which is thirty, by the way. Mm-hmm. Last of Us Remastered is down to fifteen. I should quit being a bitch and buy that game. Wait, you never played Last of Us? Nope. Oh my god. <laughs> Until Dawn looks good too. Actually, I think I have that. Wasn't that on Games with Gold? Or not Games with Gold? PlayStation Plus. Whatever. Cares. Yeah, un- Until Dawn is on there. They should have Last of Us on fucking. PlayStation Plus, but then again, that game is still selling. Yeah, it's $15. I'll, I'll buy it eventually. 
Oh, wait. God of War, Little Big Planet, Bloodborne, Minecraft, Uncharted Collection. You know, lots of good stuff on here. Ooh, mm-hmm. Tearaway. I wanted to play that. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that, those are the deals for Labor Day. Anything else you uh, want to add to this episode? Oh, I hate when you ask me that because I can never, like, there's never, like, something on the top of my mind. Sometimes there's, like, a Kickstarter or something I want to talk about. But one just ended that I backed, and I, I'm not in on any. So, uh, I don't know. Do we want to announce? Last week, we started our, uh, our, our watch along. Watch for the, what, what was the name of that? Watch this for the month. Watch this for the month. But, but we decided to do it uh, bi weekly instead. So that way, we each choose one a month. And, uh, I mean, we could say what movie we're going to watch for next week so that if people were interested, they can watch with us. Yeah, uh, so on Amazon Prime, if you have it, um, there's this movie called Chopping Mall. Andy knows a little bit more about that, but we will be talking about it September 11th. And this one was my selection. So next Monday, Dubs and I will have watched it in, in probably a good half, maybe more, maybe less of the show. We're going to talk about Chopping Mall. So watch it and come back and you know maybe be part of the conversation chat if you want, or just... You know, you'll have some frame of reference, but it's it's an 80s horror movie or it's a slasher movie. So, you know, it is horror, but big old quotes there. Um, some kids, some teenagers are staying the night in a mall and the mall just installed security robots with like lasers and shit. And then <laughs> lightning strikes the, the robot control center and they go crazy and start killing the kids. That's that's all you need to know. And <laughs> man, horror movies were fucking funny in the, in the 80s. Yeah, they are. That's why I chose it. Like, oh, that's exciting. I want to yeah. watch that. So if you want to watch that, it is on Amazon Prime. Uh, yeah. And I believe September 25th, if everything is good, uh, you know, schedule-wise, we'll be watching The Founder. But then again, I'll remind you in two weeks when we'll be watching that. But next week, we'll be talking about Chopping Mall. Yep. Um. Other than that... um. I am getting Destiny 2. Probably going to be building a clan in that game. So if anybody wants to join, just hit me up and I'll add you on PlayStation. I'm also getting it for PC in October. So we're going to have two clans on that so we can do some raids and stuff. I'm looking to get back to my roots of playing clan matches because I I missed doing that. Um, Call of Duty, World War II, I might be doing it. And possibly Rainbow Six Siege. I don't know. I just want to play competitive again. And uh you should pick up stage, play it with me and my friend. Zach plays it. Yeah, I, I need to get it. It's on sale actually. I just need to the get new a new expansion just came out. Could have mentioned that during the show, but there's a new map, three new operators. Mm-hmm. And it's an update too, right? There's more Yeah. They just concluded Operation Health, which like improved matchmaking, um, latency issues, stuff like that. And Something I don't like is they dropped maps from the rotation, so there are maps that just don't exist in that game right now, which is weird. And Ubisoft has a weird history of doing stuff like that. I'm going to stand by and see what happens. But, yeah, there was an update that, like, tweaked some stuff, made some stuff look better. They fixed some of the faces. Valkyrie's face looked weird. Now it looks more feminine, for better or for worse. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I'll probably get it for PS4 because I know more people like you and Zach that are playing on their PC. No, but none, none of my friends are playing it on PC. <laughs> Jumps. Yeah, I need I need to also get a headset for uh, 
for playing on PlayStation 4 because I don't have one. They're pretty affordable. Yeah, it's about. I want to get like this $50 Astro because I want quality of hearing too. And because I, in games, I've been using more of the sound lately. Like PUBG, you need to listen to footsteps and stuff. I think. Oh, that, sure. And I think I need I need better earphones. Well, on that note, everybody, I think that's the end of episode seven of Big Trouble in Little Podcasts. So thanks for listening. Remember to like and subscribe to us on YouTube. And remember, you people sit tight, hold the fort, and keep the home fires burning. And if we're not back by dawn, call the president. Adios, everybody. See ya.